Section thirteen of Oscar Wilde Art and Morality A Defence of the Picture of Dorian Gray Edited by Stuart Mason This LibriVox recording is in the public domain Recording by Martin Geeson Section thirteen the fact of a man being a poisoner is nothing against his prose illustration parallel joe the fat boy in pickwick startles the old lady oscar the fad boy in lippincott's startles mrs grundy oscar the fad boy i want to make your flesh creep reproduced by special permission of the proprietors of punch punch on dorian gray by special permission of the proprietors of punch the following review is reproduced from the issue of that journal dated july nineteenth eighteen ninety our booking office the baron has read oscar wilde's wildest and oscarest work called dorian gray a weird sensational romance complete in one number of lippincott's magazine the baron recommends anybody who revels in diablerie to begin it about half-past ten and to finish it at one sitting up but those who do not so revel he advises either not to read it at all or to choose the daytime and take it in homeopathic doses the portrait represents the soul of the beautiful ganymede-like dorian gray whose youth and beauty last to the end while his soul like john brown's goes marching on into the wilderness of sin it becomes at last a deviled soul and then dorian sticks a knife into it as any ordinary mortal might do and a fork also and next morning lifeless but hideous he lay while the portrait has recovered the perfect beauty which it possessed when it first left the artist's easel mm if oscar intended an allegory the finish is dreadfully wrong does he mean that by sacrificing his earthly life dorian gray atones for his infernal sins and so purifies his soul by suicide heavens i am no preacher says the baron and perhaps oscar didn't mean anything at all except to give us a sensation to show how like buller lytton's old-world style he could make his descriptions and dialogue and what an easy thing it is to frighten the respectable mistress grundy with a bogey hmm, the style is decidedly literary his aphorisms are wild yet forced mr oscar wilde says of his story 
it is poisonous if you like but you cannot deny that it is also perfect and perfection is what we artists aim at perhaps but we artists do not always hit what we aim at and despite his confident claim to unerring marksmanship one must hazard the opinion that in this case mr wilde has shot wide there is indeed more of poison than of perfection in dorian gray the central idea is an excellent if not exactly a novel one and a finer art say that of nathaniel hawthorne would have made a striking and satisfying story of it dorian gray is striking enough in a sense but it is not satisfying artistically any more than it is so ethically mr wilde has preferred the sensuous and hyper-decorative manner of mademoiselle de maupin and without gautier's power has spoilt a promising conception by clumsy unideal treatment his decoration upon which he plumes himself is indeed laid on with a trowel the luxuriously elaborate details of his artistic hedonism are too suggestive of south kensington museum and aesthetic encyclopedias a truer art would have avoided both the glittering conceits which bedeck the body of the story and the unsavoury suggestiveness which lurks in its spirit poisonous yes but the loathly leprous distilment taints and spoils without in any way subserving perfection artistic or otherwise if mrs grundy doesn't read it the younger grundys do that is the grundys who belong to clubs and who care to shine in certain sets where this story will be much discussed mm, i have read it and except for the ingenious idea i wish to forget it says the baron end of section thirteen